Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation and is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. We invite you to learn more by visiting healthcareexperience.org. Welcome back to Healthcare Experience Matters. We have Mara Burnside joining us today. She is an author of the book, Believe in the Journey of Your Dreams, Simple Steps to Create the Life You Imagine. Laura spent the last 25 years creating workplaces that honor and value each individual person, whether that's the patient, employee, or clinician. This is her third time on the Healthcare Experience Matters podcast, if you can believe it. And she's previously joined us for two other conversations that I'll be sure to link to in the description of today's podcast. Um, That was what patient experience excellence looks like was the first episode she joined us on. And then also we talked about providing great patient experiences to move your culture forward, something that Laura knows all about. So before we begin this discussion, Laura, please, um, for those that missed the previous interview, um, just tell us a little bit more about your bio and um, what you're up to these days. Sure. So I have spent, like you said, about 25 years in this space, which is really difficult to even imagine. I had someone tell me the other day, I started in patient experience before it was even a thing. Um, And then when you start thinking about um, 1996 and how long ago that was, so many professionals today were not even born. And so when you think about that topic and how we're still working on it after all these years, and there's still relevance to it, we just have a journey ahead of us in order to get to that space. And so my passion and my heart has always been around valuing and honoring people, but also creating a space that is a good one for patients to be able to partner and where those who are working in the healthcare field can feel like they matter. They can connect to that passion and connect to their purpose, which is what we all desire when it comes to the work that we do, whether it's in or outside of healthcare. Now, I invited you on today because I really want to talk about the lessons that our listeners can get from your book. And I think it's really relevant to a lot of people's lives and professional journeys. So Tell us a little bit about it. Um, you know, what what's it all about? And more importantly, why did you want to write? I thought, you know, what can I do that would give back to, you know, to individuals? And I started thinking about all of the things that I got asked about a lot and the things that I frankly pondered in my own life and how I could really work and strive to be the best that I could be. You know, one of my very favorite quotes is Maya Angelou, and she says, when you know better, you do better. And what I learned early on was I was a lifelong learner wanting to do everything that I could to become the best that I could be and wanting others to have that same experience. And yet none of our journeys are the same. So how do you do that? And I thought, you know, what if I sat down and wrote down the stories that re- that are relevant to what I'm being asked most often and think about it in a way that people could actually set their minds to the intention of being all that they could be, which we don't often take the time to do. We get so caught up in this rat race of life and we don't often get to a place where we say, let me just pause for a minute and really think about what's important to me. 
And um, a few years prior to that, I had been um, at a restaurant in Clearwater, Florida, and I write about this in in the book actually. And they have it's it's called uh, Frenchies, and it's got grouper sandwiches and grouper nuggets and fish dip, and you can go in in your bathing suit. You know, it's real casual, and it's just a providing an environment that's fun. And um, and they have a little store next door, and so I went in there and I found this little bracelet that just said "Believe" on it, and for whatever reason, it spoke to me. And then. I started thinking about all of the things that made me nervous in my professional life. What did I have to give back? I started um, wearing that bracelet. It reminded me that all we really have to do is believe in ourselves. And when we do that, we can accomplish amazing things. And so there's the title of the book. It really is around believing in the journey of your dreams. So um, so I set out writing it, didn't know if it would be therapeutic for me or if it would help anyone. And what I've found over the years is that I'll get calls or emails when people have read it and different chapters resonate to different people. And so what's cool about this is the book is not written to be read cover to cover necessarily. You can, but it's really written for you to be able to pick the thing that might be where you need the focus, read a, a quick little story. It's designed in very fast, 10, five to 10 minute reads. And then there's some thought provoking reflections at the end of each chapter that you can use as kind of a workbook and allowing you to take the content or the topic and be able to really tailor and it to be what you need individually and personally. I mean, the bracelet story is really powerful. Is that the moment when you became passionate about the subject matter or does it go back a little bit further than that? It goes way back, uh, you know, way back. And early on when I was a child, I knew I always wanted to be a teacher and um, taking that into adulthood. I, I wasn't really passionate about teaching kids, for instance, but I was very passionate about adult education and very passionate about leadership development and employee development. And that, and then over time became very passionate about clinician development. And um, so that, so this started, you know, as a child, as I would read different um, books and, you know, you can say I'm, I was kind of a weird kid because I, I've said, I swear I've always been 40 and so my favorite book when I was a, a kid was The Prophet by Cahill Gibran, you know, which is just not something that most kids read, but it's a poetry that just really brings into the spirit of what life could be. And so, you know, this started when I was probably six years old and I've just been studying it ever since. That makes a lot of sense. So. Um, do you have any anecdotes or inspirational stories of people struggling to achieve their dreams that are mentioned in this book that maybe you want to share with us and get us inspired by? So, you know, whether you're talking about um, Zach and or, you know, and, and the challenges that he faces with uh, mm -hmm. muscular dystrophy and Asperger's and being a Make-A-Wish kid and getting, you know, to go on a, a Make-A-Wish trip, which was incredible and inspiring all the way around, or you talk about John who has given his entire life to giving back to the community, especially around people with disabilities or different abilities and all that I have learned from him. Or you even just take some of the tactics of choosing a word of the year. 
um, you know, for your just to set your intention and your focus around what do I want this year to be? And don't overcomplicate it. You know, it just needs to be one word or one phrase that is constantly in your head so that your focus is always there. Or, you know, it could even be something as simple as facing your fears like I had to do when I learned how to surf. I mean, I was terrified. And yet it became one of the things that I love the most. And so I think there's, you know, so much around basic tactics of practicing gratitude or, you know, again, just giving back to others, because that's really at the end of the day where we all find our true joy and our true purpose. I know that in reading your book, um, it's important for us to remember, especially during tough times, that life is not necessarily about the struggle, although it may feel like that at some times, but it's about the journey and what we learn along the way. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? Yeah, I think that's a really important point, Casey. It's really realizing that life is a journey and not everybody's journey is the same. And so our challenge is, and our trick really, is to always find joy in that journey because whatever you're going through, and we all have it, we all have these challenges and difficult times and difficult things that we navigate through. And yet that journey is that point where we really learn the life's greatest lessons and the biggest lessons of all. And so over time, what I've learned is my mind is incredibly powerful. Our minds are very powerful and we can choose to focus on the negative aspects of that and what we don't like about it. Or we can choose to focus on the positive side of it. What lesson What lesson am I learning? What type of outcome am I trying to get from this? And it allow if we allow it to take a step back and just say, all right, I'm trying to learn something new. This is where my journey is right now. There's a, there's a, a crossroads happening. I can take this turn and continue on my path and we look at it from a not necessarily positive perspective, or I can take this route and say, I'm going to look at this from a perspective of, gosh, when I finish and I find out what this point in my journey is, I will be deeper and richer and more um, and and really better as an as a person. And so it just is this continual um, journey that we take, and we're always at different places, and that's why the different chapters resonate differently with different people. So when I go back and read it, I might resonate with one chapter today, whereas last year it was completely different. And, and that was really the purpose and design of the book. Now let's talk about the writing process because there may be listeners out there who are similarly inspired and might want to write a book of their own. So um, what would you tell that kind of person? I would say do it. You know, I'm not a book writer. I'm not, I never thought I would author a book ever. And yet here we are talking about just thoughts that, you know, I put down into, uh, onto paper and put it into a book and we all have that. But I think what happens is we allow fear to get into our heads of, well, I'm not good enough. I, I can't be that. When, the, when we all have something that we can share, and, and at the end of the day, that's what life and the richness of it is actually about, is learning from each other and learning what we can do to help support one another, sharing peace with each other, because we all have something that we're really good at. So I would say, first of all, start, 
don't let perfection get in the way of the outcome. I I talk about this in the book too, but um, I was I had a therapist years for years, and um, he talked to me about not necessarily focusing on being a ten, but focusing on being a nine or an eight. And some days that's what you have to give. But as long as you're giving your best, you're doing all that you can and not allowing perfectionism to step in the way of getting something done or doing something. And so often I think what happened certainly to me was I thought, oh, if it can't be perfect, then I don't want to do it. It, And that's not the best approach. You know, we know perfectionism is one of the highest forms of self-use. So if we can allow ourselves to step out of that for a moment and just do what we can do, only we can do, then all of a sudden we begin to realize the world. And that's, um, to me, one of the greatest joys. This has been a great chat. So excited about it. Um, I, I love the book. And I just want to give you the final chance to, you know, Tell us anything else that you think you wanted to add to the conversation or we can wrap it up there. Thank you so much. I guess, you know, I would summarize it that, you know, life is not easy. It's not easy for any of us and there's no playbook. And so as we look at social media and we think that people are, you know, having this perfection and perfect lives and they look perfect, that's not real. And so stepping out of it and realizing that, you know, life is hard for everyone. And it's also about appreciating those hard things and finding moments where it may not have gone exactly where you wanted it to, but there's a lesson that can be learned from that that can help us really get through those hard things as best we can and ultimately uh, make ourselves better, help others be better, and ultimately we make this world a better place. You've been listening to Laura Burnside. She is the author of the book we've been discussing today, Believe in the Journey of Your Dreams, Simple Steps to Create the Life You Imagine. We'll make sure to link to that book in today's description of our podcast. Laura, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been a privilege as it was in the past. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. To learn more, please visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.